Hey guys, what's up? Here we are, episode 305 of the Brew Chat Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for uh, subscribing, all that good stuff. Uh, I guess just right here at the top, I want to remind you, we just launched two new podcasts. We've got Between the Brews with three ladies that work in the beer industry here in Chattanooga. And then we've got Boomer Memes from local comedian Ian Sharp. And uh, we've got a couple other shows that have been running there for a minute, like in Chaos We Trust and then this show, Brew Chat. But uh, yeah, go check those out. Subscribe. See what they're all about. They're fun. And then, uh, yeah, go check out our store while you're at it at brewchat.com slash store. We've got t-shirts, fanny packs. I think we've got koozies. No, we don't have koozies. That's a lie. We do have stickers, though. Some big old dice die cut stickers. And, uh, yeah, I guess while we're at it, I'm all about deals. So uh, if you need a VPN, which everyone should be using, go to expressvpn slash or expressvpn.com slash in chaos we trust. And then go to the Hopped Up Network at thehoppedupnetwork.com. You can find us along with tons of other great beer podcasts. And then swing by Riverside. You know, whether you live here or you're passing through town, it's a great stop. And it's your number one stop in town for booze. They've got everything you need to stock up your beer fridge, your wine cellar, or your bar. And, uh, and they got all the accoutrements to go with it as well. So that's right there on Riverside or right there on Manufacturers Road, you know, right under Old Jotty Bridge. And Merchants on Main, right on Main Street. It's right there across from Pax Brew Room, kind of at a angle. They've got tons of great gift ideas and some photography from yours truly. So go in there and uh, check them out. Other than that, we've got uh, Becky Hammond from Carolina Brewing here this week. And uh, I'm going to hit the button. We can pour some beers and get into it. Welcome, welcome, people. We're cracking in some beers here. Yeah. Welcome, Becky. Thanks Thank for, you. Uh, I'm glad to be here. Yeah, it's a little bit long time in the making, I feel. And <laughs> sure it's finally come together. I'd actually, I'll admit, when, uh, okay, was his name Townsend? Townsend Ziegler, Okay, yep. that's a name right there. Um, when he had first called me, it was like middle of June or July, I guess. But I'd been emailing with somebody back in March, and I'd completely forgotten about that because it was like way back. And he called me and was talking to me like we'd had a. It threw me for a loop because the way he was talking, like we had just had a conversation. Yeah. But it was months later, and my hard drive up here in my head was like searching for that data and could not find it. I was like, who is this guy? And he's, I need to know who this is. He's talking like we're very familiar. And I have no idea who this is. Uh, but yeah, it. Uh, either way, long story short, glad you're here. <laughs> I'm happy to be here. <laughs> so, so you brought a bunch of stuff here. Yeah, so I brought you four six-packs, each of our four core beers. So we've got Sky Blue, which is our Kolsch. Copperline is an Amber Ale, uh, our American IPA. And then our newest addition, Costero, which is an authentic Mexican lager. Ooh. Mm. So which do you, I kind of lined them up by like, like color here, but uh, which do you recommend starting with? I always like to start light. Light to dark. To dark. You know, they're all no. relatively low in alcohol and calorie content, so they're 
we're pretty much on an even playing field, but I think we should start with our Sky Blue Kolsch. Okay, all right. Let's crack it open. So currently, I'm drinking this other thing that I opened before you got here. Just while I pour this, I'll talk this other one. It's This is from Three's Brewing. It's called the Vliet, I guess. It's a Pilsner. It's not that great, to be honest. So I'm glad that you brought a couple pour, of Pour me beers. just the smidgiest of smidges. Of the... Of yeah, this, just, just a smidge. This one here? Like literally like... Okay. Like what would the overfill on a... Yeah, yeah. All right. All right, I'll give you the cold. Surely here. that won't kill me. Tanner's run into a recent gluten intolerance. That, that diminishes the beer drinking. Yeah. 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 That, yeah. I'm drinking for two now. I may be able to have sours, though. The jury's still out on that. Hmm. I've been experimenting with it, and uh, it's only made me sick once, but it was like a heavily, I can't remember, it was like graham cracker or something in there. Sometimes well worth the punishment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Nah, not always. No. No. <laughs> I've not found anything that's worth the punishment. Um, oh, I like that. But I may be able to have just like a straight up fruited sour. But anyway, yeah. Yeah, you tried a couple that were going all right. Oh, yeah. I would destroy those at a barbecue. This yeah. Kolsch? Yeah, it's really good. So this is, yeah. you know, some, some brewers will say they brew a Kolsch style. We brew a Kolsch. So it is German malt, yeah. German yeast. It is German through and through, ultra cold filtered, or excuse me, ultra cold fermented with a really cold lagering period. And um, this is your go-to. I mean, it pairs with any adventure, pairs with any any meal, oh. super crushable, crisp, clean, very drinkable. Yeah. I love the, the little icons on here. The pairing the, icons, the, pairing the surfboard icons. and the, yeah. Yeah, so each of our beers have their own little icon. Sky Blue has Ooh. the birds, as we call it, okay. um, which is an ode, of course, to the blue skies of the Carolina coast. Yeah. Go oh, we got flavor text on these. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Do you want to... Uh... Yeah, let me... It's been a minute. Let's see. Oh, wait. Let's get some music we've got, on. Yeah, we've got little background music beds for our um, all right. flavor text. No, that's too German. Let's see. <laughs> Um, Sky Blue is the Carolina's benchmark for thirst-quenching brew. Our classic German-style Kolsch is cold-fermented for a super smooth flavor and an ultra-clean and crisp finish. (laughs) A fade-out should happen a little quicker. (laughs) Yeah, that other one was way too German. Yeah. It's a German beer, but not that yeah. German. No, no Lederhoisens here. <laughs> no, that's a... Not today. Did anyway. you guys have a branding change up? Yes. So Carolina Brewery's been around for over 25 years. We have yeah. two different locations in North Carolina. And during the whole COVID shutdown, which everybody remembers so fondly. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we use that as a time to reflect internally and externally and yeah. said... You know, now is the time where we're going to have a revolution and really bring our brand up to what we believe is our mm-hmm. brand pillars. And so changed all the packaging. I mean, this was a holistic change from uniforms at our pubs to menu to um, all the graphics and packaging. Mm-hmm. So it was a really big process process for us. But it, it has tied our brand together in a way that really screams off of a grocery store shelf you know, as soon as you come into one of our pubs, you instantly know what Carolina Brewery is about. Mm-hmm. Um, and it also has been a, a, an opportunity for us to reach out to our consumers 
um, with things that are really near and dear to our hearts, and that's coastal conservation. Yeah. You know, you can't make great beer without great water. Mm -hmm. And so every one of our six packs clearly says that each and every can we sell, we're supporting the conservation of our waves and, and water waves. And so that's really what's been able to tie this all in. And then with the clean, crisp, white look of the can, yeah. really pops on those grocery store shelves. It does. Yeah, I love the look at it. We were talking before you got here. We were like racking our brains because we were like, we think we've had Carolina brewing beer, but I think it was way back at Southern Brewers Fest in like maybe 2015 or 2016. Oh, taking me back. And yeah. it was, Those uh, are the days, weren't they? <laughs> Let me see if I've got drinking the, for twelve hours in the hot sun. Oh. Yeah, it was this logo that we remembered. That's right. Yep. And we were like, we think we've had it, but the logo looked totally different. So I guess have you guys been out of our market here for a little bit? So we, you know, we're we're throughout North and South Carolina. That's our home market. But Tennessee is near and dear to all of our hearts. Yeah. Of course, I'm I'm from Tennessee, so we have to have our beer over mm -hmm. here. Um, and so we are in middle to east Tennessee and have been here for about three years. Okay. Um, but again, we've had before this, this last iteration of branding, there was a couple different graphics on the can. So a little bit of confusion in the past, which is why this clean white cut okay. look yeah. is yeah. really synonymous now with us. And um, But yeah, Sky Blue has been here. It's just been had a couple different hats on okay yeah i guess that years. explains why i've not noticed it i guess is mm -hmm. if the branding's changed a little bit here and there but yeah i remembered this logo very fondly and the last time i remembered having it was i think at southern brewers fest and then we yeah. had that big change up with cherokee and carter yep. mm -hmm. and so yeah yeah and, and carolina we changed distributors at kind of around that time mm -hmm. as well so mm. Um, that's always a fun process for everybody involved, but we're here, we're stable. Yeah. We call them the dark times. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. They were, they were clearing out their inventory and we got some pretty old beers. Yeah. We had a, I, I think it was an ale from anchor brewing that was like three years old. Oh yeah. Yeah. It was like rough, that. but I guess you guys did okay through COVID, I guess, changing up everything. And yeah, we, I yeah. mean, it was a unfortunate situation for a lot of companies. Mm. Um, but we really spent that time to say, okay, we're going to invest into our business as opposed to pulling back from it, um, which was a, it was a bold move for us and it's really paid off. Yeah. And, um, our, we have a fabulous group of team members, whether you're, you're on the brew team, you're on the pub team, you're on the management team. Um, and everybody banded together to say, we're in this and we're going to really make Carolina be what we think Carolina should be. Um, that's great. And yeah, so, yeah. And so it, it COVID gave us the opportunity to have a revolution. That's awesome. Yeah. That's a good way to look at that, too, because more people should have done that. I mean, they just sat at home and didn't do a whole lot. And I mean, I was one of those people for a while, just like kind of depressed that your no, yeah, you life leave is your essentially house, yeah. over. Yeah. Um, and then like just seize the moment and turn it around and try mm -hmm. to be as productive as you can. That's right. Yeah. So what else we got over here? So let's go with the second one, which is Costero. Oh. Okay. So right. we have had Costero around in the past as a seasonal and really doing our market research within craft and domestic beers. You know, the Mexican lager mm -hmm. category is the fast growing one. And so we wanted to be on the ground floor of that. And um, so we decided, you know what, we're making a revolution. Let's add Costero as the fourth core beer. Um, and it is flying. It's already in tall boys, which usually, you know, you need at least a year or two before yeah. you, you bump up in size. And um, 
It's a, it's again, every beer that we brew is authentic. So it's a Mexican lager, it's Mexican yeast. You've got some flaked maize in there. And it's just like sky blue, crisp, clean, very, very crushable. I'll get a little, wanna, I'll get a smidge. smidge. Yeah, I'll get a smidge of this one. Smidge it on that there. Just uh, Oh, okay. So, of course, we encourage people, you know, if you're not out on the boat or in a hike, pour it in a glass, squeeze a lime in there, do it, you know, like you would if you're on the beach in Mexico. Ooh. And we're very proud of that when we spend a lot of time in recipe development, making sure it's exactly what we want. Ooh, that is good. That's got a nice color to it, too. Mm-hmm. I like do that you have a lot. A, yeah. Do you have a <laughs> That's really good. <laughs> do you have some... Some Mexican lager music bed up there. Uh, not without getting racist. Oh, <laughs> I don't even think I loaded Castero. that in because I wasn't. Yeah, I wasn't trying to okay. be like that. All right, that's fair. <laughs> but you remember when we purged the deck of cards? That was one of yeah. the we. In light of recent events, we had this deck of playing cards that had different accents and voices, and just whatever on it and we just deemed it a little best for two white dudes maybe needed to call <laughs> that deck of cards a little bit yeah. and that was one it was for we would draw a card and read the flavor text and in, 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 the, the, yeah. in the yeah. accent or whatever yeah and it wasn't meant to be offensive or anything it just is what it is yeah and uh we were just trying to have fun well and for people who are obviously listening to this not drinking beer with us costero's little icon is a sugar skull it so is. you'll see some of our merchandise and our graphics will be just that sugar skull, mm. you know, to be synonymous with Costero. Nice. And uh, it makes some, some pretty cool T-shirts. Oh, yeah. I love a good got, Mexican lager. It's perfect for island hopping, hammocks, and toes in the water. Who's in? Our ode to the Carolina coast. Enjoy this refreshing cerveza straight from the can or with a squeeze of lime, like you said. Cheers to long days on the water and relaxing afternoons in the shade. Pairing with... Looks like fish and lemon, fish and citrus, uh, island hopping, I guess, tacos, and an umbrella in the water. But I guess that's the beach. The, uh, the Kolsch was surfing, sunsets, marlins, and guitar. Yeah, so you'll find a coastal theme with a lot of our mm -hmm. um, beers. And that's, you know, North Carolina has some of the best coastline yeah. in the world. Um, and... Robert Poitras, for example, the CEO, is a huge surfer. He grew up in the Outer Banks, and so that's really near and dear to his heart. A lot of our group likes to go out deep-sea fishing or just hanging out on the beach. You know, we all just love being outdoors, mm -hmm. and so the beach is really important to us. But as we get into Copperline and American, you'll see that we also loop in the mountains and the woods and things like that. The holistic, be outdoors, enjoy yeah, fresh yeah. air. But oh, yeah, you have to have beer if you're going to enjoy the outdoors, yeah. right? Yeah, right. Or if you're like me now, some nice claws. Or a claw. That's some claws, okay. yeah. You know, yeah. you got to bring the claws to the woods. I didn't even look when I grabbed those. They all taste the same. <laughs> I was just grab that one a box. says That one says mango. It might have seen a mango. Wouldn't have known. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Uh, just a quick plug. We're about to be getting a new cocktails list over at the Acropolis, so you should come and try some of those out. I'd be down for that. Yeah. Just right. post up all day. Mm-hmm. Post on yeah, up. Jared telling me to come over here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you want to? How are you on this? Do you want to chill on these for a minute, or should we keep on? Should we keep on moving on? I mean, I can, I can finish this pretty quick. Yeah, I suppose so. 
I mean, no rush at all. I did have some local stuff I needed to touch on. Yeah, let's, let's, let's do that touch really local, quick. Touch on the local stuff. So evidently there's some drama going on with Play Wash Pint. Play Wash Pint? I don't know exactly what's going on, to be honest. I'm really talking outside of school with this one. Um, I don't know. They seem to not be able to get anybody to work. And then somebody chimed in and was like, well, they should pay their employees more, which then caused a whole like. Maybe they should. Yeah, maybe they should. Maybe, maybe yeah. everybody should. So I don't really, yeah, fun reading that. I don't really have all the facts. I don't want to be just talking bullshit. Uh, but I will say about this, because this is something, uh, somebody close to me had a little bit of an issue with this. And then at the gym I go to, it happened in the parking lot. And as times get a little tougher, I think, you know, we're going to be dealing with this a little bit. And it's also something that city of Chattanooga likes to brush under the rug because we've got a big tourism association and I'm not trying to diminish our city at all, but I want people to be safe is, uh, yeah, shootings and like muggings and things like that be on the uptick around here. And so Weston Want posted this. It says Chattanooga, uh, or it's from Chattanooga, a handful of thugs assaulted a young man this weekend on Cherry Street. Fortunately, they picked the wrong guy and the four-time state champ wrestler got away. We are in denial about the single biggest challenge our community faces. Time is now for leaders to lead. Hate that I'm agreeing with Weston Womp, but is what it is. And uh, yeah, it's just something I've noticed it hmm. before. I mean, I didn't need Weston Womp to tell me, you know, times get tougher. People get a little more desperate. And just here locally, we've got a little bit of a violence problem, even in the best of times that our city officials and whatnot try to brush under the rug. Mm -hmm. And I just want people to be safe in the community. So just like watch out, be a little self-aware, you know, maybe don't go that way home from the mm -hmm. office or something. Um, but yeah, somebody, you know, that, yeah, I've known some people that straight up, yeah, got shot. Yeah, my, uh, my parents flip houses in Baltimore, as I've probably mentioned on here before. And, uh, my stepdad's been held up at gunpoint before. That's a kind of a similar situation that I know somebody that's a real estate person got into mm -hmm. was somebody followed them into the house that they were trying to sell. Oh shit. And held them at gunpoint. Damn. Yeah. And so, stuff. yeah, have them be careful. I don't know if you're, you know, they're, oh, yeah. they're, like they're, they're like part of the hood. Mm. at this point like my mom had cornrows for a bit <laughs> what? they gave her they gave her like rows with little shells and stuff on the ends your mom's like fathered into the crypts yeah yeah something like that that's pretty rad yeah. <laughs> i did not know that <laughs> yeah she she rules the street she owns the street yeah um all right i'll get i'll pop into another one of these guys over here on a lighter note Side, yeah, I didn't mean to bring it my, down. I'm just trying to being slumlords. Yeah, I'm just trying to help people in the city be safe. Yeah, be safe. Yeah. Look both ways. Yeah. Don't go to sketchy areas. That's all I'm saying. So this one here is the American IPA from Carolina Brewery. Yeah, so the American IPA coming in at just Ooh. about 6% alcohol. So it's not going to be your big, big bad mamma jamma IPA where you you drink one, you got to take a nap. But um, we always like to say it's 
everything of an IPA, but drinks like a pale ale. Um, and so we do some unique dry hopping techniques with cryo hops, um, which allows us to get a lot of that flavor without any of the hop creep or residual bitterness that you can get from some of the bigger IPAs. Because we're still dosing this at close to two pounds per barrel. Um, nice. So you're getting all that juiciness, all that nose, all the aromatics without that burning sensation of some hop creep or alcohol burn. Um, and so we're really proud of this IPA. It's been around for quite some time now. Um, and I'm sure that there are more IPAs to come. Yeah, I hope so. Oh, this is so good. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. It smells amazing. It's like a, like a, like a toasted grapefruit. Mm. Yeah. So we've got Amarillo, Mosaic, and Cascade. Some T90s, but a lot of the cryo hops, which again, just really make all those flavors just jump. But still yeah. totally crushable. Yeah. Yeah, really easy going. It's way lighter than I would have mm -hmm. expected it to yeah. be. Yeah, and it, I mean, still at 6%, so you still have all that body, mm -hmm. but it's, it's just not that heavy. You know, nowadays everybody's making a Nipa or a Hazy or... And yeah. we, of course, appreciate those, but we want to be able to offer people... You know, yeah. your, your IPA that Something you can drink three or four and, yeah, enjoy it. Pair it with your meals. Perfect for sunsets and grilling the day's catch. Who's in? They all say who's in. Do you guys serve any food or, like, fish at the brewery? Of Yeah, of yeah. course. So, actually, Man. both of our locations are full scratch-made kitchens. Um, nice. Our executive chef, Bill Heckler, is from Southern California. So, he has a lot of different vibes that, yeah. you know, kind of a, uh, a reflect in the menu. It's very Carolina authentic, but still there's lots of tacos and burritos and fresh fish and um, really great local burgers. We use a local mm -hmm. farm to get our meat and cheese. Um, and so it's, it's an eclectic menu that really kind of just folds together beautifully to pair with each of these beers. And um, we make some stellar nachos. We make our own potato chips in-house. Yeah, we make nice. a nacho platter with nice. it. Ooh. If you're ever out there at Chapel Hill... Grab some nachos. Trust me. Yeah. You will not be disappointed. Cool. I don't think I've been to the Carolinas at all since I was growing up. We used to go to Kitty Hawk on vacation yeah. each year. Yep. It was a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, I've not been there since, God, probably since I was a teenager. Time to go. Yeah. yeah. I like the Carolinas. Trip. That's some land right there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Definitely. It is just like there's some crazy mountains and then like beaches and islands and i love savannah i've been trying to get to uh shoot i can never the uh, it's like savannah but in uh north carolina well charlotte there charlotte is the a big city inland then on the you've got the outer banks and you've got wilmington on the southern coast yeah. with a lot of little islands yeah, kind of popping yeah. off you got bald head island and little ones in there i can't remember there's a city in north carolina that somebody told me it was like if you like savannah you should go check this out in North Carolina. Hmm. Oh, I've never been to Savannah. And I can't remember, because I've not explored North Carolina a lot, but I've been to South Carolina. Go Cox. Is that a sports ball reference? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know anything about the, it. The Gamecocks. Oh, okay. Yeah. They're the, uh, they're the college ball team I arbitrarily picked when I moved down to Tennessee mm. because everybody does college sports and not NFL. That's yeah. right. So I went with the That's Gamecocks right. so I could say go Cox and mm. no one would like look at me weird. Fair or enough. they would, yeah. and, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Mm -hmm. Now I... Uh, but they're terrible. I thought 
just to get technical real quick, when I chose him, I thought Steve Spurrier would do good things for mm-hmm, the team, mm-hmm. but uh, that didn't happen. So they suck. And I went to Clemson, so <laughs> exactly. It's, so that's yeah. usually the response. It's a little bit of a just giggle. A, yeah. <laughs> I have no idea what you are talking about. Yeah, it's a, that's yeah. and that's that's about my extent of sports ball college mm. knowledge. Yep. Yeah, I went to MTSU <laughs> and I went to one game when I was up there. It was like maybe the first uh, game they had for that season, football game. Because I was like, ah, I'm in college. Let's go experience it. I'm like, eh. I left about a quarter in. I was like, yeah. Yeah. Not for me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, that's, I'd rather watch the professionals do it. I'd just rather not. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, rather not at all. <laughs> I haven't really watched the Panthers play because they're the team that I arbitrarily picked when I picked an NFL team. Mm. Why not but, the Titans? Uh, well, because I didn't live down here at the time. Gotcha. I was up in Baltimore. And I, I couldn't go with the Ravens because I was like, eh, whatever. Remember, my brother likes the Ravens. And then there was the, the Washington football team, but they were terrible. And I didn't want to go with them. So I picked someone outside, and I went with the Panthers because they were one of the newer teams, and they'd not had a Super Bowl championship yet. So I thought maybe I'd get to see one. Didn't happen. It's not happening. They went to the Super Bowl one year. They did. They went to the Super Bowl and lost, and then they went to the Super Bowl again against the Broncos at Super Bowl 50 and Mm. lost. Because you're not going to let Cam Newton lose to Peyton Manning. Or win against Peyton Manning. Yeah. You're not going to let Peyton lose to Cam Well, he's an American icon. He is. Tennessee icon. I also can't stand Cam Newton. Everyone was all over him, and I was like... Yeah, isn't he the crybaby guy that always pouts? Yeah, he's a fucking diva. Yeah. Who eats Greek yogurt. Who eats Greek yogurt. That's true. Or at least it's on the commercial. Yeah. I don't know if that's related to him being a diva or not. Hmm. Just throw it all in there. Yeah. (laughs) Why not? I want to check this guy out. I found this. I think this guy's an idiot, personally. Okay. This is from Market Street Bridge. I see that. Or not Market Street, but uh, The The Walking Bridge. Yeah. So he runs and jumps onto a springboard and bounces off the walking bridge. I don't know. I just think this is real stupid. Like, yeah, it's real fun until you go too deep and hit a log and bash your head in. Or get eaten by an alligator car. Yeah. Or get arrested. Or get arrested. Plus, it does fascinate me because, I mean, people have jumped off this bridge to end it. So it's like, I guess he just knew how to hit the water, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's... It's not going to end well either way. I mean, I guess he's got... <clears throat> I guess it is illegal to jump off the bridge. Oh, did this, there's somebody below him. I'm going to wait no to see. Signs. Are they breaking the water for him? No. Mm-mm. No, they just come on over. Yeah, he's probably hopping yeah, up on that boat. Yeah, it's just stupidly dangerous. Because you could go underwater, you hit a log that's like submerged or something. Mm-hmm. I don't so know. So sorts of shit in there. Maybe right? I'm just an old fart and... Trying to stop the kids from having fun. <laughs> Quit jumping off that bridge, Quit you kids. Quit jumping off those damn bridges. Yeah, whatever. This may be naive of me, but is it illegal to jump off the bridge? I'm pretty sure. I'm I don't sign. know. I don't know why it wouldn't be illegal. It doesn't say don't jump. Yeah, I feel like common sense, sense should tell true. you to not jump. Yeah, but I mean, he set up a whole thing. Yeah, he came out there with infrastructure. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I'm getting old, too, if I'm... 
thinking everything that you can do is going to get somehow get you arrested. Gonna, yeah, 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 that's true. Probably illegal yeah. if you want to do it. Yeah. I used to know some rock climber guys here. Um, it was like a little before I met you, Jared. I just moved back here and it was just like, well, these guys are down to hang out. Let's see what they're up to. And one night they were like, yeah, man, you want to go V-swing under the bridge? And I was like, what's that? And they explained it to me. I was like, no. They basically take their rock climbing gear and like just string it to each side of the bridge and then just go up and drop themselves and swing. Yep. And then oh. use the cinders and get back up. And I was like, nah. I mean, I probably yeah, would have done it in my 20s. That sounds like now, fun. Yeah. I'm good. I'm good on that. Yeah. yeah. I don't need to. I, I get it. I get it. Maybe I don't need to go that far for a thrill. Maybe that's just... Yeah. yeah, you like to your your nice thrilling evening is sitting back with some claws. Well, I mean, maybe, I can't, if I'm wanting some... to get that much of a thrill, I'll just go to Six Flags, where like OSHA has approved some things, <laughs> and like I can't sue Ricky that's strung up under the bridge for tying the knot wrong, but I can sue Six Flags. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay, that's an interesting way to look yeah. at it. All right. That is if I survive. If he's, yeah. Yeah, I swear. Yeah. Still think it's stupid. Still think it's stupid to jump off the bridge. I don't but think I'll I would sure do as shit watch. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'll watch it. Yeah. <laughs> Either y'all uh, get down to Moon River this past weekend? Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. I wish, but I was gone. Yeah. I don't know anyone that went down there. Yeah, I don't know. I've been working a lot. Yeah. It's hard to remember what we used to do. Before, before COVID. Yeah. The before you know? times. Oh, I remember those festivals. It seems like yeah. years ago and it was two. Yeah. You know? What yeah. I've noticed something that's happened to me is I'm like, I'll remember stuff like now that the world's like sort of reopening, I'll remember stuff that's like, I don't know, like I'll go down to Barley. Like I used to go down there, you know? But what's weird is when you're remembering these before times, that was in 2019, uh, mm-hmm. two Very and weird. a half years ago. And I don't, it's just, that's bizarre to me to be thinking back to this, like longing for this time that was two and a half years ago. Yeah. And it's like COVID's changed me. I'm sure it's changed y'all. It's changed everybody in some capacity, but I don't know. It's just bizarre to me to think about. Yeah. I, I realized I hate working from home. Hmm. Yeah. I cannot do it. Yeah. I didn't mind working from home. Well, I was I was working at a restaurant, so I wouldn't have been able to. But when I did work from home, I did enjoy it. I had my little space set up in in my office and everything, mm. and I don't know, you have a beer while you work or whatever. As long as you do your work and you do it well and you get it done on time and everything, like you can do it on your own time. Mm-hmm. You can wake up whenever. See, I work from home anyway, so not much change there for me. That's true. Except like when the workday was over, I had nowhere to go. Yeah. Like, see, that's true. I couldn't. That's a good point. We're like, normally it would be together. like, oh, well, I'm done working for today. I'm going to go grab dinner and a beer somewhere or whatever. I had nowhere to go after I was yeah. done yeah. with that work day. Yeah. yeah. And then like now on the other side of it, I'm like trying to find time to fit in the stuff I like to used to do. And I just can't seem to find mm-hmm. time to do it. <laughs> that's right. So I'm like, well, I guess it's not that important to me if I'm not like, trying to do it that bad but then i'm like oh yeah i used to like to do this and like just <laughs> haven't done it like it's just weird yeah yeah it's really weird 
totally different. Like there's some, I went to Daily Ration, which this is a call out to Daily Ration. You guys have good food. During COVID, you guys went to like walk-up service, like a deli counter sort of situation where you order at the counter and then go to your table with a number. Mm-hmm. You guys aren't spacing out the tables anymore. Bring back that table service. Mm-hmm. It opens up that coffee bar so people aren't standing all in front of it waiting on tables mm. and like trying to get in line to order. Opens up that coffee bar area so if there's some people like myself just trying to pop in for some coffee and back out. It's hard right now. Staffing yeah. and labor is, yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. especially for the restaurant industry. Yeah. You've got some folks that said, you know, now's the time I'm going to get out of the industry. Mm-hmm. Like some of us so try yeah. to do and never do. And they, and you know, and they've changed careers. And then other folks, you know, mm-hmm. it's been hard to find labor and staff to, for the restaurants. And people are willing to come out and pay mm-hmm. for a lot of drinks at lunch. Oh, yeah. But it's just you can't find all the staff that you need. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. It's uh, it surprised me, to be honest. Like, <clears throat> you know, people don't just don't want to work. Yeah, I don't get it. And now they're not, not getting really. It. That's what Ribbon Loin said. They had a people sign on the door. It's like, people don't want to work. They're lazy. I don't know. Well, for a while, people were getting paid more than they made to stay at home. I know mm-hmm. I was. <clears throat> I got like a $150 a week raise mm-hmm. to stay at home for a little while there. But, I mean, that all stopped in July, end of July or something, I think. So I It mean, was like July, I think it was the start of September. Yeah? I feel like that's when mine ran out, was last September. Yeah. Well, there were, there were similar benefits, just less, that were going on until, I think it was July this year. Yeah. But they're done now. So, yeah, maybe, maybe that'll change. Maybe yep. People will come on back. Stop suckling the government teat. It, well, and that's the thing is I don't think right. Yeah. Nobody's getting unemployment right now. I don't think, hmm. or they're at least not getting the extra, yeah, not the extra 300. Not well, bonus. no, now I think even the extra is done that ended yeah. at the start of September. So, but at Tennessee cut it off. Our stupid governor cut it off in like June or July. So yeah, it's actually, it's really curious to me. Like, I didn't agree with their their logic on like, well, we'll just cut off the unemployment cold turkey and that'll force people back to work. I didn't agree with that. But at the same time, I was like, well, we'll see. And uh, we have seen it didn't work. Yeah. But it does make me wonder. <clears throat> like, yeah, it does have, I don't know, something's got a cave somewhere. Either the, the people got to start paying more or people are just going to eventually realize like, well, fuck it. I guess I got to go find a job or, and I don't know which is going to take hold first. Cause we've seen a bunch of places, uh, up their average minimum wage, mm-hmm. uh, just on their own. Like I think, uh, what's that burrito place? Taco Chipotle. Bell. Chipotle. Chipotle. Yeah. They up their minimum wage. They were like, no, nope, $15 an hour. Mm-hmm. Let's yeah. start this thing. And so it's just really curious to me. See how some people have, have gone with it. Yeah. And then other people, like, I guess what's happening with this play, wash pint thing, just to see people not do it. And then it's just completely oblivious as to like, we can't find anybody to work. Mm-hmm. We don't even know, you know, like that's, if you're not wanting to pay more people, it's like, no, we can't afford more than $10 an hour or whatever. 
That's one thing. You're like, I wish we could. We could get more people in here. I could understand that. But there's a fair number of people like Ribbon Loin that's just like, it's a, it's a mystery to us. We don't know. People are just lazy, I guess. Like, it has nothing to do yeah. with the fact you don't want to pay them. Yeah. It just it blows my mind. And so I'm hoping after all this said and done, a lot shook out. Something needs to change. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. All right. yeah you guys you want some copper line? Let's bust open this copper line. Perfect so, perfect for barbecue, burgers, day hikes, and beach cleanups. Yeah, so copper line is what we call our food beer. It pairs with mm. all kinds of great dishes. So this the we actually just submitted our beers to the uh, North Carolina Cup. Um, last year, Copper Line took best in state for North Carolina, so best beer in the state. Congrats. Uh, Sky Blue took a gold last year and took a gold this year. So back-to-back gold. But Copperline is an amber ale, which is hard to find now. Or red ale, really, is what it is. It's hard to find that nowadays. Most people are more the Vienna lager side or the British mild side. No, we've talked about that a lot on here because you'll ask me on my way to Riverside. I go down there and get beers for the show each week. And I'll be like, what do you want to drink this week? And he'll say reds. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. nearly every week it's like, hey, man, I looked. I was even going to get him to single some out, but there aren't any. There's nothing. You got Killian's. Yeah. Yeah. So Copperline, (laughs) it's not going to be overly toasty and it's certainly not going to be overly uh, toffee and bready. It's it's just super well balanced. So the we use EKG gold or EKG hops to balance out kind of that floral and sweetness. So it's it's just completely moderate. So it's a moderate mouthfeel, moderate bitterness, moderate flavor of the malt, yeah. and just you know that truly authentic red ale that so many folks aren't doing nowadays. I think it's a lost. I think it's a lost style. I think frankly. it is. Yeah. And you never uh, see him around. It's, uh, you know, historically for us, Sky Blue has always been, you know, our big seller. And then mm-hmm. Copperline was just kind of down here. And over the past two years, we've actually seen Copperline rise in the ranks very quickly. And is pace to pace with Sky Blue, if not actually selling a clip faster. Um, and it's because I think people are recognizing that even if it has a red hint or red color to it, does not mean it's overly toasty. Right. Or super caramelly it can be a really great beer to drink with burgers and barbecue and fish or oh yeah whatever you're having <clears throat> i mean i drank mine with a salad last night so it you know pairs with everything yeah um it's but, easy to drink just yeah. like all these other ones we've had like yep. i feel like a couple of them. dumping this in a chili would be really good yeah Ooh. yeah 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 it's uh so we also have a line of barbecue products that we sell so we've got Ooh. a east carolina barbecue sauce we have a dry rub we have a mustard-based gold sauce, which is my personal favorite. I put it on everything. And then we have a sriracha steak sauce coming down the pipe Ooh. at the end of this month. That's awesome. So it's really fun. You're going to have a, you know, an outdoor barbecue or, or a fish fry or whatever you're going to do. Grab some of our barbecue products, chill some of our ice-cold beer, and you're in for a really fun night. That does sound good. Yeah. Nice. And you guys said you have two locations, right? We have two pub locations. Yep. There's one in downtown Chapel Hill. So right there on historic Mm. West Franklin Street, for those of you who know UNC. Um, And then 17 miles due south is our second location. So it's in a city called Pittsburgh, North Carolina. Hmm. And that one is where we do our wholesale operations as well. So it's a much bigger pub than in Chapel Hill. Um, And uh, they're, they're fun places to be. Great patios. Dog friendly, scratch made food, great beers. 
It's a good good place to visit. That's awesome. Yeah. I'll have to get down there. I've always wanted to go to Chapel Hill. Yeah. I've never been. Yeah, I've heard good things about it, though. I'd love to make it down there. I've, I've Like I said, I've been working a shitload. I'm six yeah. days a week. Yeah. Today's my only off day, my Tuesdays. You seem more free than at Big River, though. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, happier, too. I'm definitely yeah. happier. Yeah. I will say that, yeah. And I, I went in there last night, and I keep trying to steal bartenders and servers and stuff like that and managers. I was trying to steal the kitchen manager, and uh, I don't think we're going to be bringing him on, unfortunately. Damn. But, yeah. But um, a couple other people, I'm like, you should just come on over to the Acropolis instead. It's better. You'll be happier. Everybody's nicer. The guests are better, which is really important. A lot of them have been leaving $50 tips, $100 mm-hmm. tips I've seen servers what? get. Yeah. yeah. What? Because, <clears throat> well, these, these people, the regulars that come in, and I'm not going to mention any names, partially because I can't remember them, uh, partially for anonymity, but... They, they've been coming to the restaurant and supporting it since before the restaurant existed because the family, air quotes, family, uh, they're, that's how they're known throughout Chattanooga mm-hmm. is the family. They've been here since the 50s, or they've been in America since the 50s. They were in New York for a little while and then had a restaurant or two up there and then something happened they had to come down here. It's a whole thing. Um, but then, yeah, more stuff and they opened, they ended up with this restaurant and it's great. It's been in that location for like 15 years or something like that, I think. Um, yeah. Food's I'm interested in the Wine Down Wednesday. Wine Down yeah. Wednesday is something that I started. I, so I just started over at this place two months ago. Gotcha. Um, <clears throat> as front of house manager. And they were like, we need you to get the bar under control. And I said, okay. That's fine. And so I, you know, cataloged everything and I was like, we have so many of these wines. I want to sell them at a discount. And they were like, okay. And so <laughs> that's, that's one of the things I love about that compared to a corporate restaurant is that I have the freedom to do stuff like that. And it's supported mm-hmm. when I have a, a decent idea. And so I started wine down Wednesdays. And so there's three reds and three whites that are on sale for $20 a bottle. Oh, wow. Yeah. Instead of like, Usually like thirty five or something right. like that, but I wasn't gonna sell an eighty dollar bottle of yeah. wine for twenty bucks. Either way, that's a good deal. Yeah, yeah, it's a good deal. I'm excited about that. It is. It is a good deal. That's tomorrow. Well, yesterday mm. when this comes out. So hope you didn't miss it. But it's on our social media. Yeah. Our social media people who came in and drank at the bar one day, and I met them. They uh, they gave me their number and they were just like, text me if you have an idea. So I told them about this wine down Wednesday. And they sent me like a little graphic that they made up maybe like 30 minutes later. They were like, how's this look? I was like, that's cool. <laughs> what Thanks. company is it? I don't know. Yeah. I I'm, don't know. I'm, I'm really hoping. It sounds like it's not because they seem to actually be helpful, but I'm hoping it's not that marketing company. Oh. I used to work for. No. Just because that no restaurant way. is the exact clientele they go for they would, um, like yeah. like people that have been in business for a while that are kind of have have this mindset of like well our business our restaurant's going fine what do we need social media for and so then yeah. this company would convince them it's like oh you need it for this it's and really they don't do anything or then make you you pay them hundreds of dollars a month to set you up a twitter and a facebook page something you can entirely go do for free on your own yeah but but posting yeah. on it and stuff like that. Like they'll post regularly on the Facebook page mm. and stuff like that. 
um, which I just recently signed up for after working there for two months. I just don't, I just don't go on Facebook. Yeah, it's it's a dying platform. I I hope so. They have to advert. I saw a Facebook ad on TV. Oh, really? It's wow. dying. They're buying airtime. Yeah, they're buying airtime on television, like prime time ad space on television. Hmm. Everyone should get off Facebook. Yeah. It's a terrible platform. I've been off there since I got off there right before COVID. That's right. And I've, that's seriously one of the best decisions, not just because I got off Facebook, but because I got off of it right before COVID mm. and the election year. Yeah. One of the best decisions I ever made. Yeah. Not but, to mend, like just getting off there anyway was a great decision, but at that particular timing, perfecto. Yeah. I ditched yeah. mine about 10 years ago and I haven't looked Good back. Good on I you. I haven't looked yeah. back. Yeah. I had Facebook when it first came out because I was in college when it first yep. started. Mm -hmm. And so it was cool. It was just for colleges and that was a lot of fun. It was great to like talk yeah, to people and exactly. all that stuff and they're like, oh, your class and like, or, oh, you want to meet at the lunchroom or whatever. And like, you know, but then, yeah, as soon as it was going public, I was like, this is, this is going to end up terrible it used mm -hmm. to be terrible. genuinely useful like yeah. when it was only for college kids yeah it was like that was one of my things about graduating high school that i was excited about was like oh like or i got my acceptance letter mm -hmm. and i was like oh i can go sign up for facebook now like i was super <laughs> excited about it because you had to have a college email yeah and then you could find out like where the parties were like meet up with people and it was genuinely useful and that's how you buy all your books in college for yeah, like yeah. a quarter of the price is all the swaps. I mean, that's what yeah. I used it for. Yeah, that's yeah. a great idea. Who wants to shell up $400 for a book when you can grab somebody's mm. overly used, probably half the page is missing, but still good enough mm -hmm. book mm -hmm. for 20 bucks. Yep, that's right. Yep. God, we want to talk about like conspiracy theories. Let's talk about one that's useful, like that racket. Yeah. The textbook racket. Like, yeah, I don't yeah. know where the the head on that snake is. But that has to be, like, that money's flowing somewhere. Yeah. $400 for a textbook because, like, you can't use the one last year. They went through and text, like, find and replaced one word. So mm -hmm. you've got to go mm -hmm. Get a buy this new, new version. Um, well, yeah. I don't know. Do people even buy books anymore in college or is it all on i mean so it a must lot of the, on the a computer, lot of the right? servers are buying their books digitally and they're a little bit cheaper but they're still like 160 bucks yeah and mm. stuff like that like you're paying for a pdf yeah in my last year they started going to some digital ones because like the ipads and like tablets had started coming out but you still had to buy the book and you couldn't, the racket to me was you couldn't buy a used book because you had to get this disc mm. that had some code on it that yeah. you needed for a website. Mm. So you had to pay the full price. Like even if you went and bought the used book, you had to go buy the DVD mm. just so you could get that code. Wow. It's a racket. It's flowing somewhere. It and is. I don't know. And it's the question no one's asking. Yeah. Well, and the kids don't care. The kids that are in college, they're like, well, uh, mom and dad or uh, tuition assistance or my scholarship or my loans or whatever. Like, I don't know where this money is coming from to tell me to buy books. So I'm going to buy books with it. And then they're like, I buy the books, pass the class, and then I get to sell the books and I get pizza money. Like, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so like they don't care. And it just, yeah, I don't know. I had to buy my own books. So I was like very conscious of those prices. 
And I think the most expensive one I bought, it was a media book that was like $260. To tell me about God. the history of TV. It's history. That shit's not changing. It doesn't change. <laughs> like, yeah. But there's still going to be a new version yeah. in six months. Mm-hmm. That's right. right. That's right. Although think about like um, <clears throat> what what you've mentioned a couple times about the daughters of um, the Confederacy, the, the Confederacy yeah. Yeah. and how they changed the history books, mm-hmm. literally. Yeah. And so, OK, maybe you get an updated version that is not an altered yeah. history. book. Yeah. But again, that's like a 2.0 to 4.0 mm-hmm. sort of change. Like you don't have a 2.3, 2.37. Well, see, and that's 2. the thing about the media books. They're not going through and changing it to like, yeah, not only was William Randolph Hearst the father of modern day newspapers, but he was also a racist and a bigot. Right. Like, you know, they, like, they add in that little bit there. They outlawed weed mm-hmm. because he didn't want his papers competed with. That's right. Because it was all yeah. hemp and it was it was coming from Mexico. Yeah. And just so happened that... He didn't like Mexicans. Well, and he didn't like black people and a yeah. lot of... Uh, all the jazz musicians that smoked their funky jazz cigarettes mm-hmm. happened to be black. Same plant, too. What do you know? And so, two birds, one stone there. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, they don't talk about that shit. So if they changed it to do that, sure. Yeah. But... It's yeah, not it's just a rag. I'm almost to the point, like, you You seem to insinuate, Becky, that you went to college. I did. You did? Well, yeah, you mentioned it earlier. You oh, went yeah, to Clemson. Clemson, yeah. Um, what was your major? I was a biological sciences yeah. major. They kind of, at Clemson, they loop you all in with pre-med because, you know, hey, we've got so many pre-med kids. I was not pre-med. I had to take pre-med classes. But I was that, you know, like one person, mm-hmm. probably a group of five in an 18,000 kid mm, school who's yeah. more marine biology based. So they were all talking about, you know, the human body and what medicines you can and can't give somebody. And I'm like, well, this little fish over here is cute. <laughs> so that's what I went for. Yeah. And you're selling beer. And now yeah. I'm, now yeah. I'm, we're making and selling beer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I went to, uh, like I was wanting to do like film shit and, and, and now I'm doing this. I do photography and stuff, but um, yeah, college as a whole, you'd be, you'd be hard pressed to convince me it's not a racket, I, period. Uh, I went to school. And I've got a bachelor's degree and yeah. I'm still like, was it worth it? Mm. Was it? Yeah. Like no. the debt, like, like I, I, I could have went and bought podcasting shit. The day I graduated high school and been... Instead of paying for college. Yeah. 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 And just started doing the damn thing. Mm-hmm. You know, bought a camera, bought all the shit I needed to do what I do anyway. Mm-hmm. And I largely feel like I had to teach myself anyway. So I'm kind of like... And then I've never had a job ask me... Where you went to school. Where I went to school. All the cares that I've got a bachelor's degree... But they've never been like, oh, can we get a copy of your diploma just to verify? Yeah, nothing. No, no one like, ever asks for that. It's it's like after you turn twenty one, you're wanting somebody to card you for alcohol. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, I did. Fucking I let it. me show you this thing. <laughs> I worked hard for it. Well, and I think there's a paradigm shift already. You know, back 20, 30 years, mm-hmm. you went to college, and that was already you got a leg into the job market. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, especially when I get resumes, I'm first looking at experience. I want to yeah. see what you've done, what you haven't done, what you can bring to the table. 
what are some areas that you know we'll need to really make sure that we train and work with you on yeah good on you if you did go to college mm -hmm. but it's not going to sway me either way if you have a good work ethic and you're part of the team and you believe in the brand that's what we're looking for mm -hmm. yeah do you like beer do do you <laughs> like beer i did interview one person who was like i don't like beer i don't drink it and i was like you know that's okay it's a little weird that you want to come to a brewery but it's <laughs> yeah. okay but yeah i don't think this is gonna work out but nice to meet you <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You know, we, we've had some people, I, w I don't think I would have cared as much, and you'll know who I'm talking about this. Uh, we had a guest come on here maybe about two, three years ago, and they were kind of a, a pain to like get booked. Like, not like going back and forth over six months with COVID and stuff, that's just normal email correspondence, but like of like, no, I can't record this day, but like I could this day before this time if we can squeeze it in before the, you know, it was just a pain. Yeah. And I felt kind of misled when they got here because like it'd been, I feel like it would have been fine if they had told me, but they were sober. Mm. Oh. Like hard sober. Yeah. Like I don't even need to be around it. And so it made me feel weird. And it's like, okay, I, I wish I would have known that. I could have planned accordingly could have done a non-alcoholic beers episode or yeah something. and uh but yeah it was kind of a similar mindset of like so wait this is a beer show why did you want to come on here <laughs> like okay okay so it was just people are weird though mm -hmm. yeah people are weird i don't know what's uh what's carolina brewing company got coming down the pipe for like the holiday season any good stouts or yeah so we've got a couple cool beers we always do oktoberfest like every other yeah. american we were talking about it earlier if you don't brew it in june you're behind the ball that's right um so that's actually launching next monday so good mm, on us for oktoberfest nice. in yeah. september excellent um other than that our fall slash winter seasonal is an oatmeal porter again straight in line with these four guys you know very balanced very drinkable um, we've had it for a long time. It's very popular. People started mm. pre-ordering it in June. Um, and then we do some fun stouts here and there. So we, um, we're going to do a really limited small batch release of our oatmeal porter that has been aged in an Eagle rare barrel. Ooh. So that's going to be a really small LTO. Nice. Um, we're also bringing back our toffee stout. We partner with Chapel Hill Toffee Company and, uh, we usually brew a ton of it. And this year we said we're going to brew a little bit of it, make it a, a smaller LTO and really push everybody to the oatmeal porter. Um, but that'll come out around January. We'll fruit some of it with some tart red cherries for Valentine's Day mm -hmm. because, you know, you have to. Yeah. And then we also do one other LTO release called Santa's Secret that we launched the week before Thanksgiving. And that is a Belgian dark strong. Ooh. So coming in about eight and a half percent, super raisiny. All that great dark crystal from, you know, your traditional Belgian beers. Yeah. Um, oh, that sounds so good. Yeah, that, that's a fun yeah. beer for us. Um, and so then we have at our pubs, we, we have two different taps that our brewers kind of rotate through and do some fun little things. They just brewed a Saison with uh, Savion hops. Mm. And so we, we do some fun things like that, but that's usually for pub only, which is why I encourage everybody, come yeah, visit yeah. us, yeah. come see what we've got at the, at the tap room. I know they're dropping a juicy IPA, I believe, this week, um, and some other really fun things. And so, we're always rotating. Yeah. But but those are our those are kind of our ode to dark beer series that we put out in the wholesale market. 
That sounds really good. Yeah. I want some of that bourbon barrel. Or that, yeah, the Eagle Rare. Yeah, so that Eagle Rare Stir Chattanooga, State of Confusion, our sister restaurants, and they're okay. also sister to, to Carolina Brewery. Um, um, okay. And so for those of you who have joined us at Stir recently, we had a, a Stir Eagle Rare barrel. So we had all those bottles, and so we're using that barrel from Stir over to Sister Brewery Carolina, and uh, we'll barrel age it. And then we'll do something else really fun with it. So it's going to kind of go around the southeast for the next year and a half. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Cool. Yep. I'm glad there that there's a, there's a good use for, you know, used barrels. Oh, yeah. Everybody wants them, so. Yep. Yeah. Oh, brewers always have good use for them. Whether you're going to be doing, you know, old school pilsners, if you're going to coat them or just, you know, some kind of barrel-aged stout or whatnot, there's always good use for those those barrels. They do not go to waste. Yeah. yeah. I'll tell you yeah. that. Now, I'm looking at uh, you guys' food menu here. Uh, we got a veggie burger right there. So as a uh, non-gluten person, question here, I see you guys have a... Uh, I'm okay with you guys not having gluten-free options because I understand it's my problem and not the world's. <laughs> but hypothetically, if I were to bring my own corn tortillas... Or gluten-free bun, would that be something amenable? So, so we do have a couple gluten-free options. Ooh, okay. I don't know if they're if it's showing up on that website menus per se. I think this is specifically the Chapel Hill menu. Yeah. So there's some vegan, there's some gluten-free, but we do have a a, a company-wide policy um, of hospitality that's important to us. Yeah. And it's it's called. Eget, as we say it, uh, every, every guest, guest every time. time. So you're familiar with it. Oh, and yeah. so, so that's how we run our hospitality, whether it's requests or what we can do to make somebody's experience enjoyable. Yeah. Every guest, every time. Sometimes there's things we can't do, of yeah. course, right? You know, but we try to accommodate as much as possible. So I'm sure that we could easily okay. figure out how to, how to work together on that one and make sure that, yeah, yeah. that you get, glu- we do get actually a lot of requests for some gluten-free things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, like I said, my brother's in that same boat. So yeah, totally understand. Um, when I understand it's not the world's problem. So I've started just like, I keep tortillas folded in my wallet. Not really. But, uh, <laughs> somebody should invent that though. Like a wallet, like a trifold wallet. That holds tortillas. That can hold tortillas, corn tortillas. And uh, How many corn tortillas? Do I'd, you, be, good do with, I'd good, be good with four. With four? If I could take four. Yeah. Four what? Six inch tortillas, yeah, just folded, and like maybe it's got a little humidor situation going, so it keeps them at the proper in the wallet humidity in my wallet. Uh, if it's July in Tennessee, you probably don't need that extra humidity. <laughs> um, but yeah, just pack them in there. So when I go, because these tacos all sound amazing, they they really are, yeah, and it's um. You know, those are perfect. You can come, sit down, you can have three or four, or you can just grab two, grab and go. I mean, um, like I said, our, our menu has kind of an eclectic outreach of all different kinds of regions um, in terms of, of food groups, but certainly something for everybody. And those tacos are amazing. And of course, being yeah. in, you know, smack dab downtown college town, yeah, kids want, or excuse me, not kids, college students, <laughs> I'm showing my age. They want beer and tacos. They oh, yeah. They want to eat, yeah. drink, and go. Now, I'm looking at this crispy pork belly and these blackened, these blackened fish street tacos is exactly 
what I would take with, uh, I think that second one we had. With the Costera. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like when we were drinking, I was like, man, some fish tacos with us. Perfect pairing. Yeah. So are you from Chattanooga or you said you were from Tennessee? Yes. Originally, I'm a Nashville native. Okay. Um, one of the few Nashvillians that live even close to Nashville. Um, and moved a little bit here and there all over the place. Yeah. Um, it's actually my second time living here in Chattanooga. So somehow every time I move away from Nashville, she calls me right back and then I move away and then she calls me back. Um, so, but, but Tennessee is my home. Yeah. Um, I love living here and we, in our company's portfolio, square one's portfolio, we have actually five different breweries. So Carolina Mm. is two of them. Um, if you ever venture up into the Knoxville area, Balter beer works is also, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And with us, We've got one in, in Clarksville called Strawberry Alley Aleworks. And for those of you who drive west towards Nashville and want to stop for a really great meal and a really great beer, we also have Top of the Rock Brewery in Jasper, Tennessee. I'm very familiar uh, with Top yeah. of the Rock. My parents are out that, that, out okay. that yeah. way. So yeah. that was a really, and of course this is a Carolina plug, but um, that was an actually unique project because yeah. you're up on top of that mountain, yeah. like about 1,800 feet elevation. And there is city water up there, but there is no sewer system. Of course, you're on top of a mountain. Everybody's mm-hmm. on septic. And uh, when they approached us, they said to me, we want to build a brewery. And I said, you're crazy. You can't put a brewery on a septic system <laughs> on a rock mountain. Um, and so we worked really diligently and was able to build this unique septic system for the brewery. Hmm. Um, and so their, their on-site is a little five-barrel brew house with uh, five and ten-barrel fermenters. And Tanner is the brewer up there. So say hello to him if you ever cool. venture up there that way. There can be only one. I'm coming for you, Tanner. <laughs> and they just added a, a whole second patio, whole second deck. Whoa. So the views up there are spectacular. Wait, what do you, been, I've been up there like on top or mm-hmm. like out. So, yeah. So where that, where you walk into the restaurant yeah. and that, there's a whole new deck. One, one little drop down below that. It's about triple the size with an wow. outdoor bar. Whoa. I'm a fan of that. So you get great views, great beer and great food cool so those yeah. are all the little breweries that i work with nice. no i like That's that awesome. my parents really like that spot and they're not even beer drinkers really but they really like that spot and uh yeah i was up there i've had their burger and i think they had i don't know if they have them anymore but these like steak frights steak oh, frites steak yeah frites. yeah mm-hmm. those were really good yeah yeah and there's a pizzeria so if it's been a while there's a whole new pizzeria there's a really spectacular you can't see it from the street but there's a spectacular pizza oven so you can have the authentic mm-hmm. I don't know what you call it, stone fired or something like yeah. that pizza. Huge, huge machine. But the pizzas are outstanding. If you ever want one up there, um, yeah, go cool. go visit. Go visit and, all of them. And the view, like seriously, I cannot overstate the view. It's pretty, the pretty amazing. spectacular. Yeah. Yeah. I've driven up through there, but I've not like spent a lot of time not been on a patio or anything. So have you been actually up to the brewery up there? Mm-mm. The that little ride up that mountain sketchy. Really? Is <laughs> oh, it like yeah. like W Road it's sketchy? It's like Pikes Peak. Yeah, you're, <laughs> you ever played that level in Grand Turismo? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's a, it, but it really it's, it's worth one. it. Yeah, it's all awesome. it would. I don't know. As I get older, I get freaked out by weird things because like mortality hits. <laughs> but like coming down that on a wet road would terrify me. Mm. Yeah. You got to take your time. Yeah. It's not, uh, you're not going to have those hairpin turns like on the W. Um, but you're going to, I mean, you're going yeah. up, you're going pretty steep at sometimes and coming down, just don't ride your brakes, please. 
for everybody behind you, please don't ride your brakes. Just yeah, take it slow. Just go for it. Keep in a lower gear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a sweet spot. They've got a whole, uh, I guess they're wanting to use it for like a wedding venue or things like that across the yeah, so, so way from there too. There's a, the bridge, the walking yeah. bridge that actually goes over the road from the restaurant to what's called Pat's Summit. Yeah. Um, and that's for the residents of, of Jasper Highlands. They use that for all kinds of events and you're right, weddings. Yeah. Um, and uh, that's actually where the weather station's camera is right there. Mm. And so it's, it's this whole unique little complex right there. They've got the gym for the residents and a little bank up there. And it's, it's an amenity section for the residents, but it's in front of the residential gate. So it's open to the public. And so a lot of people that live in the Kimball Jackson or Kimball area, Jasper area, will come up the mountain for a, a good meal and a really mm. great beer. Nice. Yeah. yeah. No, I grew up in that little area. I'm very familiar. Glad to see something out there. Just anything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it was pretty much like Gun Barrel Road. Like, there's Walmart, there's a grocery store, there's KFC, Pizza Hut, Taco Bell. Yeah, like the basics. Yeah, it's like one of those sorts of areas. So to see something, somebody doing something that's not some massive franchise situation like that, it's pretty rad. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Especially Which, out I mean, there. This city does really well on non-franchise mm -hmm. locations, so... I think it's a good thing. We got to run them all off. Yeah. Well, since uh, moving back to Chattanooga, have you had a chance to try any of the other breweries? Like Monkey Town, it's kind of in a similar position to Top of the Rock. Actually, I haven't heard yeah. of Monkey Town. Of course, I you know all the the staples, the standards. Yeah. Um, and and with confusion, of course, we like to utilize a lot of the local breweries for our rotating seasonal taps. And uh, yeah, everybody's you know all the breweries around here, the people who all the brewers are just yeah. awesome guys, hardworking. But I've not heard of of monkey yet so no, monkey, monkey or yeah you yeah they're yeah. they're up in dayton uh okay. and it's named after the scopes monkey trials um about evolution right mm -hmm. <clears throat> yeah and yeah. uh and kirby friend of the show is he's opening up a new spot over where mikhail's used to be yeah on ashland terrace on ashland yeah. terrace okay. yeah okay. so they're gonna be super local pretty soon excellent yeah they got great beers and he has like 23 or something. On I, I like Kirby's stuff because he's at least at Monkey Town in Dayton. I think he's pretty much good to go on Ashland Terrace, but maybe they're just waiting for some of this Corona stuff to die down a yeah. little they bit. They had some issues with with parking and yeah. uh, like size and availability and things like that. Yeah. That they had to, you know, put a damper on things. Ah, okay. Didn't know all that. Yeah, they're good. Um, but yeah, the one up in Dayton, I mean, it's basically like, it's like a kind of a strip mall sort of building but it's in downtown Dayton and he slowly just acquired each space in that strip mall so now okay. it's a huge restaurant and because it's in Dayton he understands it's like yeah me selling Bud Light is what's keeping the lights on yeah mm -hmm. and allowing me to brew a triple stuffed Oreo right milk stout Sunday or whatever I'm doing and He's got a fairly small system, but he just keeps flipping and turning around. He's got yeah. what, like maybe about eighteen taps, something like that. Yeah, they've got a ton wow. of. And I think and they've got I, some like, like three or single four barrel. Of them, three or four of the taps have like Bud Light and Narragansett on there, but the rest is all his. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's awesome. Really good food too. Great. I'll yeah, have to check that. Really I will good. check that out. It's really good. 
And Dayton's a cool little spot. It's yeah. just like maybe about 35 minutes. Yeah. Just like, the road. just like Jasper. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty rad. And they have, uh, like newspapers and things like that on the walls about the, you know, the history of the place, mm -hmm. which is pretty neat. Yeah. Too. yeah. They've got mm -hmm. pool tables and stuff over in that yeah. other area. Yeah. Like I, I completely forgot about that. But. Yeah. And they've got a new pizza joint right next door. And oh, from yeah. the way I understand it, you can get a pizza from there at Monkey Town. Nice. And it's a, I don't know who else in the family's involved, but my contacts are Kirby and his dad who sound identical, <laughs> identical. And, uh, yeah, they come from working in the Hamptons running restaurants up there. Mm -hmm. Their family was down here. They got tired of working in the Hamptons and working their asses off and being broke. Well, that's a change of pace. And yeah, definitely came down here. So it's like that quality, but yeah. at affordable prices in Dayton, Tennessee. Wow. Yeah. Well, I will definitely check it's that out. It's really solid. And then, uh, but yeah, you said you've checked out the other local staples and I think I've been to just about yeah. everybody's. Yep. I mean, yeah. you know, in the brewing community, you get to know other brewers yeah, pretty yeah. quick and, um, yeah. I mean, uh, Jake Ralston over there at Naked River, yeah. his yeah. his HVAC company did our HVAC up there at Top of the Rock. So you know it's okay. You, yeah, you yeah. all everybody kind of <laughs> uses everybody in different ways. You get to know each other. Um, I sold some hops to Market South or mm. to a Five Woods. You know everybody's kind of connected. Yeah, yeah, whether you want to be or not, which I love everybody here in this city, especially mm. in the brewing community. So oh, yeah, it's it's great. Uh, we were part of the the homebrewing club too for a while. They're a bunch of good people. Okay, yeah, mm. that side I don't know. I don't know too many people, um, just because when I go home, yeah, I don't really want to talk about beer yeah. anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. might have a bourbon. Yeah, that's speaking been the world I've been getting into. Speaking bourbon? of yeah, speaking of bourbons, over at the Acropolis, another <laughs> shameless plug. We are a certified bourbon retailer. We have a wonderful selection of bourbon, like 40 different bourbons. <laughs> One of us is going to so need to go to the many. bathroom in a minute. And you're gonna. Speaking of bathrooms, <laughs> yeah. at the Acropolis, we got two. Yeah, that's right. One for men and one for women. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been, uh, I need to come over there and try y'all's whiskey because like, I've, been, I've not found a whiskey. I don't know necessarily... I definitely like rye more than bourbon, but I okay. like them both, mm -hmm. but I like old fashions and I like a rye and an old fashioned better than I like a bourbon old fashioned. Mm. I've learned that much. Yeah. That's, over, that's how, that's how deep I am. I feel like it's still pretty surface Over at level. the Acropolis, yeah. we make a mean old fashioned. Yeah. 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 All yeah. the, all yeah. the bartenders <laughs> are told by separate groups of people that they make the best Manhattan I'm, or old fashioned. Sorry. One, but Manhattan's another thing is I bought a thing of vermouth. Mm -hmm. to learn teach myself to make a manhattan and i made one i mean i kicked I've, i'd had an old-fashioned before kicked it out of the park i was like okay this tastes like what i've had before. yeah i've had it you made me one it was delicious i know how to follow instructions mm -hmm. made a manhattan it to me is like hey do you want your whiskey to taste like gin mm. is how it comes across i did not like it and i've had Somebody else make a Manhattan too, and I didn't like that, so it may just not be for me. <laughs> yeah, I think old fashioned's way better. Oh yeah, yeah. But it also depends on the different types of bitters that you use mm -hmm. because you can get different flavors of bitters and stuff like that. We mm -hmm. talked about this; didn't make it to our drink list at the Acropolis. But um, one of the suggestions for like a local air quotes cocktail 
would be called the Atlanta instead of the Manhattan. And it's used as uh, peach bitters. Okay. I thought that would be pretty tasty. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Manhattan's like, in my opinion, of course, but kind of like a martini. It's really difficult to get exactly the kind of martini that you would want to drink, mm. whether it's gin or vodka or, you know, how much vermouth you get. But once you find that little yeah. mix of exactly what you want, then it's mm-hmm. like, okay, I like this martini or I like this Manhattan, but I want it exactly okay. this way with, the, yeah. you know, this spirit and done this, bro- you know, it's one of those that I think people can yeah, get really a, personal with it. A really sensitive sort of drink. Mm-hmm. I did try a vodka martini that Bryant made me. Yeah. I did like that. And what, I was, I was sold. I have no idea. Like Grey Goose or something? It, it was going to be a nice good vodka or... because I know Ian's just been buying. He's been buying the good stuff? He's yeah, not he's, been getting Yeah, like he's Barton's. been getting really good stuff. Okay. Um, but yeah, I was sold on a Manhattan that it was like a whiskey martini. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I can see And that everything on that yeah. of like, well, I like this vodka martini. I like whiskey. Yeah, I should like this. On paper, I should like this, but no. Nah. Do, hmm. you, do you like scotch? Yeah. Have you ever had a my my personal favorite cocktail is a blood and sand a really well done blood and sand. Have you ever I'm heard, not, had I'm one of those? Never no, heard of this. I, I have no idea what this is. So it's it's a scotch cocktail. If you like old fashions, you'll like a blood and sand. Okay. It is a little bit more, um, kind of like a tootsie roll, a little raisiny, um, but it's scotch mm. and uh, a sweet vermouth. I personally use Carpano Antica, and then you have a liqueur called Cherry Hearing, H E E R I N G. And then a splash of OJ, just a splash. Some people will put a lot in it. Forget that. Just a splash. It's a really fabulous cocktail. Are you writing this recipe down? Yeah. What okay. were those cherries okay. again? So it's a liqueur, actually. It's oh. called a cherry hearing. So H-E-E-R-I-N, cherry hearing, cherry hearing, H-E-E-R-I-N-G. Spelling is hard. Okay. Um, <laughs> and it's just a, it's an easy cocktail to make at home. It's really drinkable i i just love it and especially for those mm. who say i love bourbon mm-hmm. or you know i want to get into scotch but i don't like scotch straight up or neat just yet as i was a couple years ago it's a great entry it's like the old-fashioned of the scotch world more neat. or less okay okay yeah i've i mean pretty much everything under that whiskey umbrella i'm okay with yeah i can't think of a, a whiskey i mean yeah there's definitely better whiskeys than others i don't like southern comfort I think that shit's gross, but uh, <laughs> I've drank it certainly. Yeah, it's like that's and like I will technically whiskey. Yeah, yeah, it's like yeah. cherry whiskey. It's like Granite. it's like whiskey with grenadine, yeah. but yeah, right. I like a nice. Uh, shoot, what was that brand I like? It's over here. Oh, bullet. Oh yeah, bullet's oh, yeah, good bullet. stuff. Yeah. yeah, bullet bourbon, and yeah, they've bullet, got a rye got, that yeah. that's probably my yeah. favorite so far. Bullet rye, as far is as solid. like. Okay, the price to like flavor mm-hmm. ratio here is pretty reasonable. They have a maple that's pretty decent as well. Mm. There's someone who comes into the Acropolis that always mm-hmm. likes the the maple bourbon, the maple bullet. Okay. Yeah, I don't I I like most whiskey drinks, but I've I've only drank whiskey like straight most mm-hmm. of the time when I drink it, or at most like I've got it with a Diet Coke. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I've never gotten into cocktails much, but that's kind of like before the gluten thing, 
beer was like this infinite tunnel of flavor and knowledge. Mm -hmm. I could just throw myself down and I don't have that tunnel anymore. So I'm Mm -hmm. kind of hoping cocktails can provide that. I think so. Yeah. Um, Speaking of, it is, I believe it is currently Negroni week going on right now. I thought you were in sight. Well, it's it's currently five o'clock somewhere. (laughs) Yeah. No, it is uh, Negroni week's going on this week from the 13th to the 19th. Um, Using Campari and uh, gin and the other. Which that's the thing too. I thought soda water. I thought Negroni (laughs) was a uh, like a liqueur. I didn't know it was a cocktail. Yeah, the the Campari is the liqueur, and the Negroni itself is the cocktail, and it's not bad. I mean, it's it's a liqueur based cocktail, which is interesting. Mm -hmm. It's like earthy and sort of. Sort of licorice-y, but not in the bad black licorice, gross tasting way. Um, and it's it's got like some like dirt, but like also ground fruit flavors and stuff like that. And it's bright red. Yeah, it's definitely an acquired taste. And from you know, I'm not a huge Negroni fan myself. I know some people who are, but it's one of those cocktails you have so much opportunity to do personalization with you know you can have a met mm. we have a mezcal negroni at one of our locations mm, which is damn good we had one at the uh this tasting that i that i went to yeah. a couple weeks back. the smokiness with kind of the dried fruit and the spice of the campari and yeah. then you know we used to have on on our stir menu a spagliato negroni which replaces the gin with I bubbles like, i like the way that sounds yeah so like it's, literally that just sounds well, like awesome. it's like a it's like a lighter negroni version so spagliato negroni exactly, exactly. Yeah. so it's got bubbles yeah. in it and Try it for those of you trying to get into Negroni. You can. That's an option. Okay. It's one of those things where you know you can do so many yeah. things to it. That's what that's I think. I showed you a picture of the the Negroni family tree. Yeah, or whatever. And it started with the couple things, which eventually became the Negroni in whatever year, nineteen something or other, and then you know branched off into all these other things. Yeah. So, do they have cocktail weeks for other cocktails, or is like? I guess what I'm asking, like, what's the big deal about a Negroni that it's got a whole week to it? I don't or do they, know. Because this, is, all, this a, is also a world. What, I can't remember what that is, uh, that term, like when you hear new shit and then you like a new word and then you hear that new word over and over. And yeah, all I can't remember the yeah. psychological term for that. But well, I've been mentioning Negroni since I went to the event a couple weeks back. So that's where it's been like it's. But, well, yeah, I just wonder, though, like, have I only been paying attention to it since then? Or, like, do other cocktails have cocktail weeks of, like, this is I th- this is old-fashioned week? Not not that I yeah. know of, but I didn't know that Negroni had a weekend. Yeah, but so it's, it's sponsored by Campari and um, fucking on the south side, the place that did the... Um, oh, Imbibe? Imbibe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they got their stamp on yeah. it, too. Yeah. Um, but... Yeah, you, you, anyone, any retailer can go on, like, select charity. Well, it's a little late now. I guess it's already going yeah. on. But, I mean, you can go on there next year. Select a charity, what you want to donate money to, and then they'll give you all the documentation or, like, table tents or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you okay. can just, yeah, support so it. So it's kind of like your, a... Donate a certain percentage or whatever. Craft beer week in... Yeah. In uh, May or whatever. Like, they'll give you all the marketing materials. You just, yeah, they, they, yeah, they give it to you. Okay. Okay. Long, it's like a $5 entry fee, and then it's yeah. like, oh, you're invested in Negroni Week. Yeah. Ah, okay. Mm-hmm. Negroni okay. Week sounds so much better than Campari Week. 
Yeah, it yeah. does. You know, yeah. it like, hey, it's not just Campari putting it on. Use our product and mm -hmm. something specific yeah. that goes on your menu yeah. to support those those yeah. charities. But the thing is, like, you can't really sub Campari for something else mm -hmm. in an agronomy. Right. Like, it's, mm -hmm. yeah, that's the they got it locked down. What is Campari? It's like a liqueur. It's like it's an aperitif. So it's like so it's an after dinner drink or before dinner drink. It's, I mean, you can drink it whenever, I guess, but it's, it's like a cordial. Okay. Like it's, it's just yeah. like a side, you wouldn't go out and drink like four shots of Campari. <laughs> I mean, you could, you could, you might not feel very great in the morning. <laughs> yeah. It's like would. drinking four limoncellos. Good luck to you in the morning. Yeah. Oh, it's mm -hmm. a, uh, it's an alcoholic beverage usually served before a meal yeah. to stimulate the appetite. It's usually dry rather than sweet. It is dry, but it is also pretty damn sweet, which is why you mix it with gin. Hmm. I did and learn recently water. that you mentioned it, Becky, is uh, the sweet vermouth. Mm -hmm. mm. There's a big difference between sweet and dry vermouth. Oh, yeah. I did not know mm -hmm. this. I bought the dry just thinking vermouth was vermouth. That's what you want for like a martini. Mm -hmm. Yeah, which I was trying to make. Manhattans, which is why. Yeah. But evidently the sweet vermouth, I still didn't like it with a sweet vermouth, but it did make it taste better. Get like some like black cherry vermouth or something like okay. that. It might make you a decent Manhattan. Yeah, it may just, maybe Manhattan's not my thing. Maybe. Yeah, it could be. But then you have fucking shitload of vermouth that you're never going to use. Yeah, never. Never, ever. never. But I wouldn't use it I anyway. It's dry thing. vermouth. It's the same thing with like bitters. Like yeah. I hate bitters. I don't mind drinks with bitters in them. For the most part. But like, I can't stand them. And you use like little drops or whatever. Yeah. Like a, a dashes. You use dashes of bitters. I wish Southern they came measured. in like science bottles. That's what we have. We yeah. have a couple at the Acropolis. Um, they, Because I, I opened it up. I was like, oh, we've got like ginger bitters. What are these all about? And I opened it up and it's a little medicine dropper mm. in the bottle. Mm -hmm. And you just bloop, bloop, bloop. I'm like, we need to do something with these. Yeah. yeah. One mm. bottle will last you months. Yeah, yeah, I've got yep. th two yep. bottles of Angostura and like two other random ones, and it's all I'll need for the rest of my life. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they'll be there forever. But you have to put them in your will. Yeah, I'll have to pass them down. Mm -hmm. I didn't even think of that. Yeah, I guess uh, we'll wrap this thing up here soon. Uh, anything Carolina Brewing is doing you want to hype up here or you want to plug? No, I mean, really, it's come find us in the stores yeah. in Chattanooga. Yeah. Tennessee is our newest state. And we're happy to be here. We're excited to grow in Tennessee um, and look for Costero specifically since it just launched in the state it's about really three good. weeks yeah. ago. Yeah, so Whole Foods, Food City, um, all the liquor stores, North Shore Liquor Store, Riverside and Riverside. Bale, I'll fuss at Riverside if they don't have it. They, they should yeah. have it. Last I'll time get I was in business there, daddy on it. Mm hmm. If they don't have it. Um, and then if you're looking for a really great draft, Pour, Stir, as I mentioned, and mm -hmm. State of Confusion both have Sky Blue, American, and Cost and Copper Line right now. They'll bring in Costero soon. Nice. Um, so come grab some truffle fries from Stir oh. or some great mm. ceviche from State of Confusion and grab a Carolina Brewery beer. Yeah. Nice. What about you, Jared? With uh, Where'd you work again? I, I work that? at the Acropolis, <laughs> yeah. Um, wind down Wednesday tomorrow slash yesterday, depending on you know who you are, I guess. Um but it's going to be every Wednesday, and so you can show up any day, or any day, any time on Wednesday, any Wednesday, 
and get $20 bottles of wine for $20. You can get $35 bottles of wine for $20. You know, stuff like that. Discounts. We also have, you know, pretty decent happy hour. Yeah. 37 Monday through Friday. I'm going to try to go check out that wine on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Do it up. Yeah. Get you a bottle. Buy you a bottle for there and take one with you. Can I need you do to get that? I need to get rid of these bottles. Yeah. Uh, if you I found this out yesterday, which is only the reason I'm able to bring it up, is if you buy a bottle there, you're supposed to get like an ounce poured out so you can at least taste it or whatever, mm. and then we recork it and you can take it. Okay. But if you order online, because someone ordered a bottle of wine online to go, which you can do. Um, and I found some little plastic wine glasses that I dropped in there. So I have a couple of those. Um, you can, it's, it's a sealed, corked, fully, just brand new bottle of wine in a paper bag. Awesome. Yeah. It's more expensive than buying it from the store because it's mm-hmm. a restaurant. You know, we yeah. sell it. You know, that's yeah. how it works. But, you know, you, you could buy a bottle of wine online. But you can get that bottle service for 20 bucks, yo. That's true. I don't, uh, I need to check on that for online sales. Yeah. But yeah. I want that. I want that to be a thing online too. Good looking out. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. You might be able to get one. Go on our website. Sweet. Crop, yeah. Croplessgrill.com. Croplessgrill.com. And that's grill with an E. Mm-hmm. Sign up for our yeah. loyalty program. No, 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 no E. No E. No E. No E. No E. I thought you all were fancy. We are. But we don't need that. Not extra fancy enough e. for an E. Well, yeah. it's it's a Greek wouldn't have a silent E at the end. Every ever in yeah, in Greek, as point. I've learned since yeah. I've been working there, every um every vowel is like accented. So when you have something like Spanakopita, it's not Spanakopita, it's Spanakopita. Like everything is mm. accented yeah. evenly. Hmm. Yeah. Little The more you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's still all Greek to me, which yeah. is a, you know, something that I've been telling people since I started there and I haven't gotten sick of yet, but yeah, I'll learn it. Yeah. I'm learning Greek and Spanish at the same time because I'm talking to the kitchen guys. Take that, Rosetta Stone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> take that. Yeah, take that. Uh, and yeah, like I said at the top, get on down to Riverside Wine and Spirits. Merchants on Main right there on Main Street. The Hopped Up Network at thehoppedupnetwork.com and then brewchat.com slash store. You can go support the show and go check out our other, out our other podcasts there on the website. Boomer Memes, Between the Brews, uh, Brian Bender's got a show up there and then we've got In Chaos We Trust and then October 1st, uh, Ian Sharp's got a show at the boat, Jeff Greenspan, who was on last week. So go check that out. I want to thank you, Becky. For uh, joining us this week, it's been a good time. Thank you for having me. And uh, definitely, if you're in the area, go check out Carolina Brewing. It's uh, very good stuff. Or, like she said, go pick it up at a store. It's very tasty. Yeah, it's worth it. It's great. Uh, Yeah, this has been episode 305 of the Brew Chat Podcast, people. (laughs) 